Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Autism Stories. I'm your host, Doug Bletcher, the founder of Autism Personal Coach. Autistic people are the true experts of the autistic experience, and Autism Stories is where we interview autistic people to learn from their stories, experiences, and get their advice. If you would like to be notified about each week's episode of Autism Stories, we suggest you subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We would also appreciate it if you could give us a positive rating and review as it will help others to learn about Autism Stories. Sometimes I'm asked, how do you find the people you want to interview? Sometimes it's finding people on social media whose stories I want to learn more about. Other times people will give me suggestions on people to interview. And other times I may read an article or watch a video or a presentation and I think I just need to talk to this person and learn more about them. Today's guest, Ben Bro, I recently saw him give a fantastic presentation in which he talked about the effects and stigmas of apraxia. Ben joins us to talk about how communication regulation partners help him navigate the challenges of his apraxia, why he decided to take the homeschool route to graduation, and what he plans to study in college. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Ben, thanks so much for joining us today. I wanted to start out first and learn where does your story in the autistic community begin? I would have to say around age two when I lost my out loud speech and became diagnosed with regressive autism. So I've had to give a few presentations in the last month or so. And while I think they turned out well, it takes me so much energy and preparation to communicate my thoughts uh, to the audience, you know, leading up to the presentation. So I was wondering, because I saw you recently give a presentation that I think was much better than mine about the effects and stigmas of apraxia. What's your process in going about preparing for a presentation? I do a good deal of research and writing before any given presentation. I also pray that the stars and planets align in my favor, energy and body control to make an informative, good and successful presentation. Well, I definitely think they aligned on that day. Now, in your presentation, uh, you used a letter board and had a communication regulation partner to present the critical information you shared with the audience. For those that may not be aware, what is a communication regulation partner? A communication regulation partner, or CR, helps to translate the words I spell into spoken words for us to understand. My CRP must be very in tune with me and my body and be able to recognize my purposeful movements versus my impulses. They also must be trained in regulation techniques to help me when I become dysregulated. And what are some maybe important things you look for in a communication regulation partner being helpful to you? When looking for a communication partner, I need to see if I connect with them. And I can tell if I will connect with them almost instantly. Because I need to try 
trust them with so many important aspects of my life. Become more than just a CRP, they become my family. They need to be patient, but also push me to do the most I can do. Another thing I look for is if they are strong-willed. I need people who do not get defeated easily. Dealing with my body can be exhausting, so they need to be up for the challenge to help me fight my body sometimes. I have come to real, the best CRPs are not always the most qualified on paper. Meaning sometimes the most seemingly experienced in the world of autism are not always for me. My last three CRPs have been dancers, and they have been incredibly helpful with responding to my body. Not only are they good at responding to my body, but they are also patient and can tell when my body is taking control. While being a dancer is not a requirement to become my CRP, I now look for the patience and body understanding that they have. Through the years, female CRPs have also seemed to stick around longer. But that is by no means something I look for, merely a coincidence. Overall, I look for a kind, curious, and energetic person who is willing to work with me and become part of Team Bro. You know, I think that's really interesting about the dancers. You know, that's something that I wouldn't have even, even thought of. So when you aren't involved in your great autistic advocacy work, I would imagine a good amount of your time is spent focused on school as you're currently involved in a homeschool program. What went into your decision to go the homeschool, homeschool route? I think that's so important. Um, you know, I know for myself and most of the listeners of this podcast, ignoring societal standards could definitely be helpful. So what are, are some things that um, have been helpful to you in the homeschooling program that you're currently in? Learning at your own pace. Well, I don't know, understand why it's so hard for our public school districts to not be able to somehow do a better job of facilitating this. So we all need to have a feeling of being connected with others in some form or fashion. It's a little bit different for all of us. So in your presentation that I saw recently, you mentioned having a vibrant social community in your life. Can you talk a little bit about what that community looks like for you? Well, COVID has highly affected in-person social opportunities. I am a member of a variety of organizations and groups that regularly gather together on Zoom for both meetings and social functions. Way to stay socially connected and even meet people. Now, one aspect of community for so many 
is finding a partner to share our life with. And you mentioned in your presentation about wanting a personal relationship. What would be some important things to you in regards to such a person? There are many traits that I find important in a personal relationship. The person should be kind, accepting, honest, and funny. I tend to like it when someone is confident in themselves and not judgmental. It is also important to me that this person is social since I love to connect with others. A big part of my life is my family, so it is crucial that they are family-oriented. The first thing I notice when I meet someone is their eyes. I particularly enjoy blue eyes, but it really does not matter to me, seeing as I look more at the person and not their looks. So, to all our listeners that might be single out there, if you have blue eyes, you have a better chance with Ben. <laughs> Now, you discussed um, in your presentation, Ben, your passion for learning. Once you get your high school diploma, what's your academic plan in terms of what you want to be learning about in the future? This is such a big question for me. Once I obtain my diploma, I would love to go to college. This is really important to me because I want to prove to the world and myself that I'm capable of getting a college diploma. College, I would love to study journalism in hopes of becoming a journalist post-graduation. That is what I would really like to study and pursue. This is important to me because writing is one of my biggest passions, and to be able to study it and have it become my career seems like the perfect scenario. Now, I tend to ask for advice for those of you here on Autism Stories. So I was wondering if you have any advice for me or others that host podcasts on the best ways to support non-speaking folks on their podcasts to share so they can share their knowledge and expertise with others. Accommodations are going to differ depending on the person, but I could tell you what I personally need. For an interview, I really appreciate getting the questions beforehand to take my time and keep them while I am the one still giving the answers. If I had to answer them, it would take an extended period of time, with lots of dead air time, to get the quality answers. I also need a CRP, a letter board, and an iPad, and with that I am set for success. And then, you know, my last question for you is if any of our listeners wanted to connect with you beyond this interview, how could they go about doing so? You may connect with me via email at bennotspeakingautistic at gmail.com. You can also connect with me through my public Facebook page, Ben B. My own words, reflections of a non-speaking autistic. Another way to connect is on Instagram. I can be found at benb.words of the non-speaking. It can sometimes take me some time to get through all of the messages sent to me. But I can try to answer everybody at some point. It just may not be immediately. I welcome and am very interested in receiving any communication about any topic, whether it be personal or about advocacy. So feel free to reach out and send a message to my email. I would really enjoy that and look forward to the possible contacts being made with your listeners, Doug. Well, Ben, I know I'll be contacting you after this, and I hope many of our listeners do as well to continue to learn from you. So I just really appreciate the time you spent with me today, Ben. Thanks a lot.
No problem. The pleasure is mine. Thanks so much to Ben for the conversation. To learn more about Ben, check out the link in the podcast description of this episode. Whether you are an autistic person who is non-speaking or speaking, Autism Personal Coach is here for you. You can book a free call with me today to learn how Autism Personal Coach can help support you in your life to get your needs met and your desires fulfilled. A link for the free call can be found in the podcast description of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Autism Stories, and if you did, if you could tell a friend, foe, or anyone you know about it so they could have the same enjoyable experience as you when listening to Autism Stories, it would very much be appreciated. The next episode of Autism Stories will be our last episode of 2021. It's truly been an amazing year of guests, and I hope you listen in next week when we talk to our final guest of the year about the benefits of focused interest of autistic that oftentimes don't include spoken communication. Until next time, I'm Doug Bletcher of Autism Personal Coach. Talk to you then.